Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. This is Charger Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson. And I'm Jake Sievers. This is your one-stop shop for all things Hillsdale College sports. Jake, let's start with you. Starting off on the gridiron, the Hillsdale College football team played with pride and guts in securing its biggest regular season win in a long time, 20-17 over the University of Finley on Saturday afternoon in Ohio. The win makes Hillsdale 5-1 overall and 4-0 in the GMAC. Senior Wyatt Batdorf led the defense with 11 total tackles and 7 solo stops, while Drake Temple's 8 solo tackles were a team high. Linebacker Nate Jones had 9 total tackles, while 5 different players registered at least a half tackle for loss. Chance Stewart completed 27 of 43 passes for 260 yards and a score. Senior Trey Brock led the receiving. Senior Trey Brock led the receiving core with seven catches for 70 yards. Tight end John Brennan had five receptions for 39 yards, and sophomore Connor Maloney had four receptions for 43 yards. Tailback David Graham ran for 69 yards and a score, averaging more than four yards per carry in the win. All right, we now welcome on on Charger Rundown a very special guest. I would say. I would say probably the most special guest so far this season. No discredit to your teammate, Drew. Uh, but we now welcome on quarterback Chance Stewart. Chance, thank you so much. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Listen, first things first, just congratulations on the huge dub against Finley uh, this past week. Uh, and what was sort of the mindset going into it? It was, it was a very tight game, and it ended just in one of the most spectacular fashions you can have in college football. And so what was your mindset all week and then just sort of the, the highs and lows of the game? Yeah, you know, we knew it was going to be a big game. Um, Finley's had our number the last few years. Um, really excited for the week. Uh, guys had a great week of practice. Um, really focused. I felt like everyone was really focused all week. And, uh, you know, went out and, uh, you know, performed at a high level. And uh, talk about, an emo- uh, you know, an emotional roller coaster all through the game. A lot of highs, a lot of lows. Um, but, uh, you know, at the end, uh, defense made the biggest play probably of the year so far for mm-hmm. us. And, uh, you know, Chargers are 4-0 in the conference right now. So what a huge win for us. Yeah, that's unbelievable. 4-0, that's got to feel great. Um, and the, the, the final offensive play for the Chargers was a 51-yard bomb by Joe Phillip. Uh, what were you thinking on the sideline? Yeah, you know, I kind of uh, I took a knee, uh, said a quick prayer, and then uh, the wind picked up. And I was thinking to myself, you got to be absolutely kidding me. Um, at the worst possible time, the wind is going to come in the opposite direction. Um, but, uh, you know, my head was down. Snap happened. I looked up right at the last moment, saw the ball go through the uprights, uh, you know, Joe's Joe's been great, you know. Joe's been, you know, a phenomenal kicker for us. Um, wouldn't wouldn't really expect anything less from him in that moment. Never knew, you know, never thought it was too big for him. And uh, you know, he works his butt off all the time. So that's just a huge credit to him, and and really exciting to see him, you know, make that kick. Yeah, that's the longest Charger field goal since what, like 2002, I think. So I think it was 2002. Yeah, yep. amazing, uh, an amazing ending. And you got down 10-0 pretty quick. And from a fan's perspective, I'm like, listen, we got Chance, we got Trey, we got a phenomenal defense. I'm never worried, but what's your mindset when you go down pretty quickly, 10-0? Yeah, you know, we were moving the ball. You know, our first possession, uh, I think we drove the ball, what, 74 yards um, Mm -hmm. down to the one and then got stopped. So it wasn't like we weren't moving the ball. Um, really wasn't wasn't it panicking, um, you know, and that's kind of how our offense has worked. At you know some games we've been kind of slow to start a little bit, and the defense had to pick us up, which the defense did again. They picked us up, but uh, 
you know, we just kept doing our job, executing the game plan. Um, knew that, you know, we were going to make some throws, make a few catches. You know, David was going to run the ball well. And, uh, you know, then we were able to rip off 14 straight and get right back in the game. So Yeah, a little bit reminiscent of the ODU game, I would say. Absolutely. Where, where the offense just might might take a little while, but you know that you're going to put points on, up on the board. Um, looking ahead to this next week, we've got Alderson Broadus. Uh, looking to go 5-0 and in the conference, you guys are. Are you preparing uh, – any special way for Allison Broadus? I know it's still early in the week, but yeah. So you know, this, you know, Coach Otter says the same thing every week. You know, um, you know, it was a great win against Finley, but now you know that's in the past. Um, mm-hmm. Now this week, it just becomes even more important. You know, it's a bigger game because we just beat Finley and we're four and zero. So every week now, um, you know, we keep winning. The next game just gets even more and more important. Um, you know, going towards that conference championship. So, and everyone knows, you know, right now we're the, you know we're the number one team. Yep. We're going to get everyone's best game. Um, you know, Ellison Bros is much improved from last year, scoring a lot of points. Um, so, you know, they're a dangerous team. You know, we have not uh, started watching film on them yet. We'll start breaking them down, uh, you know, tomorrow, um, really kind of diving in and, and seeing what kind of team we're going to get. But, uh, you know, I'm excited. going to be a great game. Um, it should be, really, uh, should be really fun on the offensive side. Um, so, uh, you know, it'll be exciting. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, Alderson brought us. They gave up 66 against ODU. Are you kind of licking your chops a little bit, looking to go against their defense? Yeah, you know, absolutely. You know, with the weapons we have on offense with Trey and KJ, Sandusky, you know, David Graham, John Brennan, Martin, everyone, you know, we have. It's really an exciting um, group. So when we can play a team like that that has given up a lot of points, really kind of exciting. So. You're listening to Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. I'm here with Chance Stewart, the Chargers quarterback. Um, there was something special that happened against the Finley game where a lot of tight end checkdowns were wide open. Was that something that you were uh, seeing going in? Was that a, was that an offensive key? Well, you know, the tight ends play a huge part of our offense. Um, a lot of drag routes, a lot of crossers, just like, you know, finding spots, um, you know, when, you know, some of the stuff down the field isn't open where I can find, you know, a bigger, you know, a bigger kind of uh, body target. And, uh, you know, credit to them. Um, you know, they execute their game plan at such a high level. Um, you know, they don't get all the glamour all the time. Not a lot of time. You know, the ball doesn't get pushed on the field to them. But, you know, they do their job at a high level. And then, uh, you know, when they can find themselves, you know, getting in the end zone, they always do. So just a really good group of guys, you know, really core group of guys. And, uh, you know, great to have on our offense. Uh, my co-host, Martin Peterson, he's one of the tight ends. And I always bag on him. I say, listen, can we guarantee a touchdown this week? He says, listen, we're going to we're gonna play as hard as we can. I can't guarantee anything. <laughs> Do you have a favorite tight end, though? Do you have someone that's like Mr. Reliable? <laughs> no, they're all uh, they're all great. Uh, you Don't want to name names? No, no I'm not going to name names. All right, all uh, right. You know, love Martin. Uh, you know, he's been he's been great. Love John Brennan. Uh, you know, love Drew Zweers. Love all that guy. You know, the group the group is really a great group. So, uh you know, just really excited. Um, you know, I think the only tight end in those three that hasn't gotten in the zone is John Brennan, and he probably plays the most. So Martin's got a little trash talking on him right now because <laughs> he's gotten in the end zone twice. Yep. But, uh, you know, real good group of guys, and, and I'm sure, you know, John Brennan's going to get in the end zone soon. So Okay, good. I'll, I'll look forward to that. Uh, you obviously last year you exploded in the UND game, traded as well. That was You guys were like national players of the week or something like that. Uh, and then earlier, was it ODU when you had another 400-plus yard day? Uh, that was uh, Malone. 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 So you've got two of the two of the most prolific single-game performances in Charger history. So what's it like being the best quarterback in Hillsdale history? What's it, what's it like? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's a little stretch right there. Um, I tried to catch you right there. Yeah, actually. you did. <laughs> um, there, uh, there's been a lot of great quarterbacks come through Hillsdale. Um, you know, Mark Nicolay, Troy Weatherhead. 
you know, those are kind of the guys that set the bar, um, you know, that I'm still chasing, you know, on a personal level. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, you know, the indie game was, was, was fun, but, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we lost a game we shouldn't have lost. So that game is just kind of hard to accept because, yeah, you, you throw for 485 yards and all that, but at the end of the day, we lost, so it really didn't matter. Um, you know, that's why the Malone game was a little different because, you know, being able to take a knee at the end of that game and walk off the field, um, that was a little more exciting. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, both those games are great. Um, you know, wouldn't be able to do it with without, you know, everyone else around me. You know, those guys make the plays. I just throw the ball. So at the end of the day, I'm not the one running with it. I just have to chuck it and get it to them. So, uh, you know, they make me look good. And, you know, I just got to kind of do a small piece of it. Yeah. And obviously we have you, Indy, as the last game of the regular season. So a little revenge game, possibly. Absolutely. Um, looking ahead, we've got Allison Broadus, Walsh, Kentucky Wesleyan, and Tiffin. So four GMAT games left. And right now, Tiffin, they're sitting at undefeated in the conference. And I believe it's just you two, just, just, uh, just Hillsdale and Tiffin as undefeated in the conference. How are you able to sort of take it on a weekly basis and not look ahead to, to that big matchup to close the GMAC uh, season? Well, you know, if we start looking ahead to that game, it we easily could slip up to to one of these lesser teams the next few weeks. So, you know, we just got to take it, you know, day by day, week by week. It's the same thing we've been doing all year. Um, you know, just really taking taking things, you know, day by day and, and going in and, and not just punching your, you know, your time clock, but actually going in and preparing yourself, getting ready for that opponent. So, you know, we got a great team. Um, you know, we have to play this week and, uh, you know, a really exciting matchup. And, you know, you know the guys are just really going to get excited for Allison Broadus. Obviously, it's your senior season. You've been at the helm for three and a half years. Have you been a little bit nostalgic this season, knowing it's your your last at Hillsdale? No, I mean, uh, you know, it's exciting. Um, I've had a great time here. You know, really, uh, really, you know, really, uh, you know, just fair and loved every opportunity I've been given here. But, uh, you know, when you kind of think about it, um, you know, the time flew by really quickly, and we just, you know. You know, yeah, and there's moments that, you know, I'm going to kind of look back and be like, wow, I really kind of missed that. But right now it's just, you know, we're really preparing for, you know, winning this week and, you know, keep it going so we can win a championship. So when you look back uh, at your freshman year, can compare then to where you are now as, as a player, as a leader, as a student, everything. How have you grown? Well, you know, <laughs> I'd say, I've you know, I've grown a lot in, you know, really every aspect. Um you know, that first year I was still, you know, learning how to, you know, how to go to school at Hillsdale, just, you know, adapting to, you know, how the classes were, how it was, you know, just going to school at such a small area. Um, you know, football wise, um, didn't really have a good, good understanding of the playbook. Um, just kind of went out there and just kind of was trucking the ball all over the place and was hoping it, you know, ended up in our hands. So, um, you know, those two areas just kind of, you know, it takes time, you know, at the quarterback position, you need reps, you need that kind of stuff to, to learn. And, and, uh, you know, that's what, you know, I was, I was lucky enough to be in the position to, you know, hop in, you know, halfway through that year and we were able to win some games and it kind of, you know, spurred us in the right direction. And, you know, ever since I haven't really looked back. So, uh, you know, just kind of, uh, you know, just kept, you know, growing, learning, um, failed a lot all through there. I think that's one thing that, you know, looking back, you know, that helped me become who I am now, be helping me become the leader I am now is because of, of all the failure we went through kind of early on. And, uh, you know, I think it all, you know, helps us benefit, you know, how we are now. Mm-hmm. You're listening to Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Jake Seavers sitting here with Chance Stewart. And Chance, my freshman year, the first the first class I stepped into was Spanish class. And I was like, oh my gosh, Chance Stewart is in this class? I was, I was starstruck. Um, how have you been able to 
balance your your class and football how your class schedule and football yeah um uh you know i remember that spanish class that was a tough that was a tough class for me really tough that uh, that foreign language was not fun so that uh, we had it we had two ses- two semesters in a row right yeah yeah it I'm was uh, sure. that was a tough one so glad spanish is over now <laughs> and we're moving on with that um but uh you know um People like to overhype the whole student athlete thing at Hillsdale. We have plenty of time to do both. Um, so just kind of happen, you know, to, to take your time when you need to, to do, get your schoolwork done. But, you know, I, uh, you know, I think I do a good job at, at splitting those two apart. What are you studying? Like, what's your major? Sports management. Okay. So what, do you know what the next step looks like after football? Yeah. So uh, whenever, uh, you know, whenever the season's over, I'll take some time and then uh, I'll start getting ready for my pro day, uh, you know, in the spring. Yep. Um, going to play football as long as I possibly can. So until I'm told I can't play anymore, um, you know, then I'll hang it up. Um, and then after that, not, uh, not really sure what will, uh, what will happen. Uh, most likely we'll have to, we'll have to go up to Grand Rapids. That's where the girlfriend is right now. And, uh, I think, uh, she's kind of getting tired of doing the long distance right now. So, uh, I'll end up probably, you know, going around, uh, going in Grand Rapids and we'll kind of see what happens. So have you been getting looks from pro teams? You know, uh, we've had a lot of teams uh, showing up at a practice. You know, when you have somebody like Trey, people are going to show up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not going to enter, uh, you know, the combine as a uh, as a quarterback. I'm going to enter as a tight end, so I'm switching positions. So, uh, you know, when the teams show up, they really can't see much because now, I'm, you know, I'm throwing the football in, you know. So, I'll, you know, once I get ready and uh, I start training and everything, um, you know, my pro day will be huge for me because that will be my first time really to kind of show scouts. Um, you know what I can do as a as a tight end so it'll be exciting I'm really looking forward to it do you have experience as a tight end nope never have um, I've played quarterback since I was in second grade and uh, haven't looked back so it'll be uh, it'll be a completely new thing um, really looking forward to it you know I think uh, you know just gonna have to kind of uh, really fine-tune and learn how to block um, but uh, you know I can catch football that's that's not you know that's mm-hmm. nothing hard um, but uh, you know the the blocking aspect will uh, will be a learning curve. But uh, you know it's a great opportunity. It's another obstacle, just a challenge. You know, I've had plenty of them in my life, so just really looking forward to it. This this year especially, uh, I I've been uh, listening to a lot of the games on the radio, and the play by play guys have been comparing you a lot with Jason Vanderlaan, the former Ferris State quarterback, two time Harlan Hill winner, and I think that it does make sense as far as like size and speed and he was a he was a quarterback and then he was able to transition to be a tight end and he he either got drafted or got picked up by the Jets or something like that have you been able have you first of all talked to him or have you uh, sort of modeled your uh, planning after him or anything like that yeah so I've never talked to Jason um very similar pass is what I'm mm-hmm. you know trying to do yep um as far as that next step I really haven't been focused that much on it um you know it wouldn't be fair to my teammates or, you know, to, to the Hillsdale football team to put my, you know, myself, you know, more important than them right now. So right now it's just our main focus is, is doing everything we possibly can to win a GMAC championship. And then, uh, you know, when the season's over, when it's, you know, when I got to hang up my, you know, my Hillsdale jersey for the last time, then it will be time to start, you know, worrying about that and kind of putting together a plan. But, uh, you know, I've kind of got some guys in my corner that are, you know, starting to get stuff in, in you know, going for me. Um, I got a great trainer back home that's, you know, getting ready and kind of he's getting all everything kind of ready for me. But uh, as far as me personally, I'm just I'm, I'm you know, I'm all here and getting ready for our, our football games. Here's a here's a suggestion. OK, to show <laughs> off your hands a little bit. How about we run the Philly special? <laughs> I 
don't tell me you've never thought about that. We've, uh, you know, me and the Corvette coach, Coach Bo, uh, have a great relationship. And, uh, you know, we've talked about it numerous times. I've tried. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, you know, I don't think I don't think it's ever going to go in. Come I don't on. think it's going to happen. Um, you know, we uh, you know, we've been doing a lot of reverse passes, letting Trey throw the ball. Um, and Alec Foose, but I think uh, as far as me, on the other hand, catching the pass, I don't think it's going to happen. So it is what it is. Um, can't complain too much. So I'll just throw I'll just throw the touch on passes. It's a lot easier. That's so. fair. Uh, let's talk about your relationship with Trey Brock because the dude is an absolute monster, and I don't think that he would be offended by me saying that when you look at him, he does not look like he's that good. And so. <laughs> Just from like uh, from a bystander when he doesn't have his pads on, uh, what is your relationship with Trey Trey Lake? Yeah, so I've uh, we've been roommates now. This will be our third year. Um, love the kid, love him to death. He's you know he makes my job so much easier. It's not even funny. Um, you know every quarterback should have a Trey Brock because they just they they do so many things. Um, you know, not only on the football team, but, you know, off the field that just that just benefit me in so many great ways. So, uh, you know, he's he's one of the hardest workers on our football team. You know, he's one. He's the last one on the field almost every day because he's always trying to just perfect his craft. Um, and just, you know, he's one of those guys where, you know, a lot of a lot of star receivers are always begging for the ball. They always, you know, hey, need the ball. I need the ball. I need the ball. I don't think I've ever heard Trey come to me and say, hey, I need the ball thrown to me or I was open. He has his own ways of doing it. He likes telling me, hey, just look at me. Um, but uh, but he's never actually demanded the football for me. And just, uh, you know, he knows he knows his role on this football team, and he knows it's a, it's a big role. And, uh, you know, he goes out there every week, and he really, uh, you know, because a, a lot of looks we get, you know, he's getting double teamed, and he's still, you know, be able to put up 100 yards, 100 yard games, and he's going over top of guys and doing everything. So it's just with how defenses play him and he, the numbers he put up, it's, it's, it's special. So, uh, you know, really, really glad to have him for, you know, the full four mm -hmm. years I was here and just, uh, you know, really lucky to call him, a, you know, a teammate and a brother. So, Quarterbacks are obviously pretty uh, notoriously superstitious. Do you have any superstitions of your own? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, game day, um, same routine um, for when we're home. I have a home routine and when we're on away, I have, a, I have an away routine. Um, you know, I always tweet out the same thing every yep. game day. Um after a win, I tweet out the same thing. Um, so a lot of things like that. You know, I write a note to myself before the game. I, you know, it's a, it hangs in my locker. I kiss it before we go out there, um, you know, before the game. Um, so, yeah, I have, a, I have a, lot of, a lot of little things that just I like to do um, that kind of keep me, you know, kind of keep me calm and relaxed and just kind of make me think about certain things that really just, uh, you know, kind of motivate me a little bit and, and just kind of, uh, you know, get me ready to go play. Obviously – you tweet out find a way and what does find a way mean for you chance Stewart? yeah so find a way is kind of something that uh came into play kind of that i kind of thought about and really kind of took into grass um you know my senior year of high school kind of going into my freshman year of college um you know a lot of things were going on um a lot of expectations were going you know on to me when i was going to western and uh you know that just kind of helped me kind of ground myself and to understand that no matter how, you know, whatever the situation is, whether it's in the classroom, on the football field, in my family, um, however it gets done, you just got to find a way to get it done. Um, and, uh, you know, there's a lot more stuff, you know, kind of behind that, you know, I don't need to get it going, you know, go full in depth on. But, uh, you know, find a way, you know, I finally got it put on some bracelets. I got them, you know, 
all the guys love them. Okay. So Martin's nice. got one right there. We there we go. Absolutely. I'll have to get you one. Thank you, but, man. But uh, that, uh, you know, it's something that's important to me. Um, you know, I've, you know, I love, you know, I, I don't know what I'd do if I didn't tweet it out during the game mm -hmm. or, you know, before the game because it really just kind of locks me in for the game and, and really kind of, you know, once I tweet that out, it's just kind of like, you know, hey, it's game day. Here we go. You know, let's let's focus up. So, uh, you know, some people love to love to rag on me about it. Um, but, uh, you know, that's just, you know, that's it is what it is. So, uh, you know, it's something that, you know, means a lot to me and, uh, you know, something that, I'll, you know, I'll keep uh, mm -hmm. I'll keep close for, you know, a long time. So, yeah. All right, Chance, that's all I have for you. So find a way, and best of luck this next week at Alderson Broadus and for the rest of the season. Perfect. I appreciate it. Thank you. Over to volleyball. The Chargers head into this weekend's Midwest Region Crossover Tournament as the GMAC's number one seed after a sweep of Trevecca Nazarene University Saturday afternoon at Don Tibbetts Potter Arena. Hillsdale is now 14-3 overall and 11-0 in conference play. Hillsdale's middle hitters were on target as Alyssa Van Wienen had 12 kills and Hannah Gates had 9 as they both played with power and smarts, finding open spots on the defense consistently throughout the match. Setter Lindsay Mertz was in rhythm with her middles in the match and finished with 42 assists, an average of 14%. Sophomore Maddie Scheider was excellent defensively with a team-high 12 digs and had two of the team's nine service aces. Paige Vanderwall and Taylor Weiss also had a pair of aces in the win. And that will do it for this episode of Charger Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson. And I'm Jake Sievers. You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.